You're listening to Your Mental Wellness Podcast for your voice and sanity with your host, Dr. Sybil Georgiana. Hey there, this is Sybilla Georgiana. I'm back again on this topic on how we can eat our feelings, how with the food that we take in, uh, we get to be creating our mental wellness, our ability to use our voice and our ability to have sound judgment or what we call sanity instead of brain farts, brain fog, overwhelm and all the other feelings and experiences that we have when we're not at our best. You may look at me and say, hey, why did you never talking about, you know, the stuff that's really interesting? How to have better sex or how to, uh, you know, make sure that the kids get well through life or how can I find the right person to be with? And with this podcast and these individual building blocks that you get in each episode, rest assured that if you were to take them all out of your toolbox and use them all one at a time, you would be surprised to find how also these other areas of life get to be positively influenced. And trust me, we will have an episode how food can enhance sexuality. So stay tuned for that. But to get there, I want us to understand, and I was shocked to know about that, that a lot of times the foods we eat are not dense in nutrients. And only one in 10 Americans here in the northern United States here they do eat, one in, Ameri- one in 10 Americans eats in a fashion that he or she has all the nutrients that the body needs, part of their diet. Nine out of 10 Americans don't get every nutrient and the variety of nutrients we need to thrive. So I want to inspire us here to learn a little bit about this because we notice that if certain nutrients are not in place, such as macronutrients are the bigger ones, proteins, fats, and those carbohydrates that are good for us with a low glycemic index, as well as if micronutrients are not in place, vitamins, minerals, and fiber, as well as water, our body's ability to self-regulate, to produce neurotransmitters that give us good feelings is very limited. So I want to talk a little bit about how, how much macronutrients we consume directly is found to affect our mood. And how our mood, like feeling good or feeling anxious, feeling overwhelmed, feeling depressed, is really a strong, you know, strongly linked to our diet, and in particular to proteins that are, um, you know, if we look at certain proteins that are especially um, valuable, if we think about our mood, we, um, you know, we will find that we can regulate our mood by eating certain types of proteins. So neurotransmitters, the the little particles that help your brain make sense of the world are being created from amino acids, which is this chemical thing that is found in protein. And um, there's different types of proteins. We don't have to like dive into that level. But the idea is that um, if we have certain proteins, then it then basically, if we think about it, like on a tiny level, the, the, the protein 
consists of amino acids, and there's some that are essential that can't be made by the body that must come through the diet, as well as some amino acids that can be synthesized through the body that's healthy um, and that doesn't have to be consumed by a diet. However, if we're looking at this together, we have to understand that, um, you know, a complete um, you know, food or like a for complete amino acid or for like a complete reaction that helps us with the protein use of our body, we need to have foods that help us with or that contain all of the essential amino acids that the body needs and that needs them also in a correct proportion. So for example, having unprocessed meats, chicken, turkey, beef, stuff like that, having eggs, dairy, plant-based sources can be used with caution. And again, I'm not the nutritionist talking, but if we are using, um, you know, these proteins, then our body is in a better place to be less depressed, less uh, anxious, and with a better place for uh, dealing with stressors and dealing with uh, even immune uh, texting situations. So I want us to be uh, figuring out together how to get the right foods into our bodies. And uh, I will post a mood um, journal. It's called the three-day food journal of mood. Um, that was part of my nutritional psychologist class. And with that, we can catch which type of proteins are you consuming and help, you know, which, which, which can help you with your blood sugar, which can help you with your body's response to stress, and uh, which can help you with your body's anti-inflammatory response. So as we will look at this uh, way to organize, um, you know, your food by whether the the food that you take in is uh, complex carbohydrates, uh, whether your food is simple carbohydrates, or you would find yourself uh, looking for, um, let's say, fibrous foods, then you can see that you have in your control to choose what's necessary for you to be less depressed, less stressed less overwhelmed, and less anxious. So if we're just looking at things that, you know, I learned in my class here, um, is that uh, we can even counteract depression by eating certain foods. So I just talk a lot about a couple of items here, uh, and you can just take it from there, talk with your nutritionist, talk with your doctor about it. But the idea is, for example, if we are having a diet that includes healthy fats that are not saturated, they can counteract depression and anxiety. So for example, and there is also a flyer with all type of nutrient-dense foods that you can uh, access from the podcast, um, you can find these omega-3 fatty acids, for example, that you find um, in fish, um, that you find in, um, for example, uh, also like, let's say, vegetable oils that you find in nuts, 
um, these taken together can help stabilize not just your blood sugar, but also counteract depression, anxiety, and blood sugar crashes. So why am I bringing this up? Am I going to be on your case that you eat well? No. However, when we are at a point where we say, it doesn't matter, I don't care anymore. I just open my Doritos or my chips or whatever I do at 9.30 at night to eat and to, 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 to kind of beat my cravings. As we can find ourselves in that place so easily, I want us just to, to like slow it down a little bit put on paper or like make us aware that if we were to just pay attention to a couple of things, it will help us with our cravings. It will make us feel less uh, desperate. It will make us feel less depressed. It will make us feel less overwhelmed. And this capacity is in your hands. So we get to be on this together here. I will post what I have to look, basically, I give you a couple of categories where you can categorize the foods that you consume into dense versus not so dense macronutrients. Um, we'll look uh, if you could even figure out uh, what the micronutrients are and how we can fill that out together in a little chart here for you to become not just an expert, but also your own Sherpa on this topic. Rest assured that I want to always encourage you to talk with your medical professionals about specifics of your situation so that you truly can be the supported in a way as you need to. But there's so much in our hands when it comes to uh, our ability to self-regulate and guide ourselves and be, become our best own Sherpa that I want to give you these tools now. So let's get ready. Let's look into our uh, categories here and let's start categorizing our food intake. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us this week on your mental wellness podcast for your voice and sanity. Make sure to check out our show notes. Visit our website, www.toolsforvitality.com, where you can subscribe to the show. We would appreciate it if you would tell a friend about the podcast.